Hi, it's Cara Brown, and this is Watercolor Conversations. It's a place where I share my love of watercolor and my seeking, my teaching, my discoveries, the connections I see, and just in general what it's like to be alive at this time here on planet Earth. I hope that this meets a part of you that's longing to be met. Thanks for being here. Hi, this is episode number two. And this is a journal entry that I posted a couple of weeks after my first one. And it is right after I led my first watercolor retreat, a weekend where I hosted artists and students in painting together. And I explored some ideas about talent, and I thought it would be a good one to share with you. I led the first Life in Full Color art retreat at a place called Vine Grove, a private vineyard in the west part of Healdsburg. This is just what one would imagine as the wine country. There's acres of grapevines, a huge persimmon tree. This was October, so it was full of orange fruit. They had chickens, a lovely flower garden that still had roses. They had fun, bright-colored furniture and gravel paths, plus a freshly, beautifully remodeled barn loft that looked out onto it all, which was our studio for the weekend. This was all wrapped up in only the sounds of birds and a very occasional airplane. That first retreat had seven participants, plus me. Two of them were regular painters in my weekly groups, and two had taken a Saturday class with me, so they were relatively new painters, but they'd painted some. And three of them had never before taken watercolor brush to paint to paper. I watched them swish the brush in color and take away the whiteness of the paper. It's really thrilling to make your mark like this, to transform something in this way. It's like I was here. And it's a curious thing for me. What is in us that has us want, desire even, long to do this? If it's not watercolor painting or even painting at all, it's something. But it seems like we have this factory installed impetus to affect change on our world, especially to create something where there wasn't anything before. When I'm out showing my work, I often hear people say that they could never do what I do because they have no talent. But I think that they don't really actually know. I've explored the idea of talent a bit on my website and the page about my weekly groups, but after watching people see their first work on that retreat with varying combinations of delight and judgment, I wanted to explore this idea of talent further. I looked it up online and discovered some interesting meanings. The first original ancient Greek meaning was a weight, especially of gold or a unit of money. So it's a way to parcel out value. That's pretty interesting. Much later, in Old French, it meant will, inclination, or desire, which is even more interesting. So we value talent like we do gold, like the Greeks do. The meaning of the word now is a marked natural ability or skill, and it's as if we're either blessed with it from birth or not. But the thing for me is, how do we know we have talent if we've never even tried something? 
On the original journal post for this episode is a painting that I did of some white plumeria blossoms. It's a very, very early painting, and it looks like one. And what I like to say is if I judged whether or not I should keep going with watercolor based on this painting that I did when I was 34 years old, I would never be doing what I'm doing. I would still be back in the tech industry doing information architecture work. But there is something in me that keeps me going at it. I kept evolving as a painter and I gained skills and I gained confidence. And then I came upon this thing that I call life in full color that I express with my artwork. It came from somewhere. Now there are skills to be gained. There's a craft to what we do as there is with anything. There's a lot to learn about working with the paint, the paper, especially the water. And then there's color, a whole nother world, and composition. These are the things of art making. And beginning work is always beginning work. And it's worth celebrating like a child's first steps. They're not skillful, but they're new and they're fresh and they're unique. But it's also never the work of an experienced hand and eye. The more we do it, the more refined our capacity becomes and we can work with the materials and realize our vision. What we want to say with what we create clarifies. So I think it's more sticking with it than it is anything God-given. It is the desire, the will, and the inclination to paint. I also see that it is linked to what we love. I love watercolor. I love how it moves. I love the purity of the paper and the pigment. I have no choice. It has me. I've tried painting in acrylic and my experience was, and this is going to sound a little weird, it was like I was cheating on watercolor because watercolor is my love. It's like, "Ah, this is all fine, this sticky stuff, but I just want to go home and paint with my washy, loose, watery, lovely watercolors. I also love what I paint. I love flowers. I love fruit. I think it's amazing to look at a fruit tree in full fruit. First of all, there's the colors of it, but also to feel the the weight of the fruit, the abundance of it. And I love to capture that sense. I love what I love. And I don't think we choose what we love. I can't will myself to respond to slate gray. It's not what I feel when I see magenta pink. So here's what I've come to believe. Those of us who make art have been blessed not by marked natural abilities or skill so much as that we have hearts that are filled with such desire to make art and such love for color and shape or for our subjects that we stick with it. It follows that what we are here to say with our work comes into form. If this love and desire is in you, please follow it. And if there's something stopping you, I'm here to give you permission. I'm here to invite you to make your mark. Thank you for listening. Till next time.